The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. So simple, it may even look so ordinary. But Lord, we choose not to take this moment for granted. And again, we just want to say thank you. From the depths of our hearts, Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your help that we have enjoyed. Your mercy and your grace that we have experienced. Your love that has been our companion all through this past year. Your unconditional, unfailing, unending love. And we can testify because that love has seen us through to the end of another year. And we are confident as we start the new year, your love will still be with us. You will never leave us, you will never forsake us. So we invite you again into our midst tonight. Lord, speak to our hearts. Let us hear your voice. Let us hear your word. Let us know your mind for the days and the weeks, the months and the year and even the years that are ahead of us. Let tonight be a night of encounter for one and for all. Not just because it's 31st of December, but because we are here in your presence. We are looking to you and no other. Our focus is on you, Lord Jesus. Our hearts and our minds are set on you. So have your way, O oh God. In these remaining moments we have before we step into the new year, touch us one and all. Let nobody live here the same way they came. Let the blind begin to see. Let the weak receive strength. Let the hopeless be reinvigorated with hope again. Let light begin to shine for that person that has been in darkness. And let everyone see a path forward, a way forward. Even where there seems to be no way. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And the people of God shouted a loud amen. Please help me welcome your neighbor. Give your neighbor a high five. And tell them it's good to see you on this New Year's Eve. And I'm glad I'm going to be crossing over with you into the new year. Praise God forevermore. So today and tomorrow, among other things, I want to talk to you about what we've themed the service, Shouts of Victory. We have been talking about takeover. Amen. And now God is telling us next year will be a year of dominance. Takeover for me is another synonym for dominion. It's still the same thing we are talking about. But it can't happen if you don't know the shouts of victory or how to shout for victory. I believe many of us here on one level or another, you are into one kind of sports or something that just... Um, gladdens your heart, entertainment. And when you are with the winning side, if you go to a stadium and the match is over, you will see some people shouting and jubilating and some other people sad 
and not so happy. No one has to tell you who won. Praise God. The winning side are the people that do what? Shout. They have the shout of victory in their camp. Hallelujah. Now, spiritually speaking, we are forever on the winning side. Can I hear somebody shout, I'm forever on the winning side? Now, on the outside, naturally, it may not look like I'm on the winning side. It may not feel like I'm on the winning side. I may not look like someone that, that is walking in dominion, naturally, physically speaking. It might not feel like I have taken over yet. But the reality is, I have already won. Can I hear somebody shout, I've already won? The reality is that I have already taken over. Can I hear you shout, I've already taken over? Say with me, I'm already in dominance. I already have dominion. Spiritually speaking. And we know this because the Bible tells us that when Christ died on the cross, and this is just what it is all about. He said, those of us that believe in him, and if you are here in this service, you've not yet made Jesus your Lord and Savior, we're going to give an opportunity to do that before we finish tonight. Seize that opportunity. The moment you are a believer in Christ, you have become one with him. I love the way Apostle Paul taught it. He said, you are one spirit with him. See, you, the unity we have with him is in the spirit. And that's where our victory comes from. That's where our dominion comes from. We are not one with Christ as Nigerians. So when we look at ourselves as Nigerians, it should not surprise us that we may not look like we have dominion as Nigerians. The nation may not look like we are experiencing takeover. But that is not our true state spiritually. Glory be to God. We died with him. And he did not just die. The Bible said he was raised from the dead. That is the symbol of victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, hate, hell, the grave, where is your victory? And he now went on to declare in that text, thanks be to God who gives us the victory in Christ Jesus. How do we have the victory? We have the victory when Jesus got the victory. When did Jesus get the victory? When he rose from the dead. Hallelujah. Victory over death. Victory over sickness. Victory over failure. Victory over poverty and shame. Victory in every sense of that word victory. It was effected once and for all, for all mankind, through the death and the resurrection of Christ. And he rose, and the Bible said, he is now seated in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named in this world and also in the world to come in other words he is seated in a place of authority and dominion hallelujah and we are seated with him in these heavenly places in dominion hallelujah we have taken over with him we are in dominion with him 
We are in authority with him spiritually speaking. Somebody say spiritually speaking. Hallelujah. That is Bible 101 that I just summarized with you or for you. Praise God. So we are always on the winning side. Please let me convince your neighbor to your left and to your right. Say you're always on the winning side. You're always on the winning side. And the winning side will always shout victory. So, if you are not shouting victory, or let me phrase this way, if you don't know how to shout for victory, or you don't understand the spirituality of the concept of shouts of victory, what you are really communicating in the realm of the spirit is that you don't think you are victorious, or you are not convinced yet that you are victorious, or perhaps you don't believe you're on the winning side. And that's why I love what David said here in Psalm 89.15. I just want to show us a few scriptures because of time. I still want us to pray. I still want us to take communion. We'll continue tomorrow morning. I'm not going to teach too much. But are you following me so far? It says here, watch this. And this should be a word for you for 2023. Blessed are the people. I love this construct. It says here, watch what it says. Who know? They know it. What he's saying is that they know how to make the joyful sound. Blessed are the people that know the joyful sound. They, they, they know how to shout for victory. They understand the spirituality of it. Perhaps like someone understands how to drive a car. Or how to fly a plane. You get to the airport, you want to travel to another country, and let's assume there's no pilot on ground. Blessed are the people that know how to fly a plane. Every other person is going to be stranded on the ground. <laughs> and I love what he says there. Because they know the joyful sound, or they know how to make the joyful sound, said, watch what will happen for them in 2023. They will walk, O oh Lord, in the light of your countenance. What is light of your countenance? It's Christianese for... The favor of God. It also Christianity is that God is shining his face of favor on you. He's giving you light, giving you illumination. Because you know the joyful sound, you will always be in a position where you will always have light by reason of God's favor. What's God's favor? God's grace. It's not because you qualify for it. It's not because of your strength. It's not because of anything in your own capacity. We've said that we have this victory because of Christ. Hallelujah. Let me hear somebody declare by faith tonight, I know the joyful sound. I still didn't hear somebody say, I know the joyful sound. Say it this way, I know how to make the joyful sound. <laughs> Somebody say, I know how to shout for victory. Say, 
I know and I understand how to make shouts of victory. <laughs> Prophesy over your 2023. Say all through 2023. I will be making shouts of victory because I know how to do it. And all through, all through 2023, I will be walking in the light of God's countenance. Hallelujah. David also said in Psalm 44, he said that they gained no possession of the land. In other words, they did not take over because of the arm of their strength. Put up that verse for us. Just dropped my heart. Psalm 44, I think it's verse 6 or so. He said, but it was because of your, your right hand and that you, you, had, or you had favor upon them. Yeah, it was your right hand and your arm and the light of your countenance because you favored them. That's why I was saying that the people that know how to shout for victory, glory be to God. Now listen, I said something to you on Christmas Day. When we talk about rejoicing or shouting for victory, there are actually two realms we do it. There is the realm where the baby that you have been believing God for has shown up. You will shout for victory at that time. Am I right or am I right? Talk to me, somebody. The promotion you are trusting God for, the healing you are trusting God for, the miracle you are trusting, it has happened. You will shout for victory. And there's nothing wrong with that. And there's a place for that. When the Bible told us about Sarah's testimony in Genesis, I believe 21, when it said the Lord visited Sarah, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised her, and she conceived, and she gave back to Isaac, she gave Abraham a child. She named him Isaac. And she, Isaac means laughter. And she said everybody that hears about this testimony, that has that this 90-year-old woman that has never had a child before, has now had a child, they will come and they will come and laugh with me. Or they will come and shout, they shout, or they, ah, God has done it for you. There is that realm. And I tell you, we need that. Glory be to God. And I prophesy over somebody here today. In 2023, you will have many shouts of victory like that. You will buy your own house. You will build your own house. You will buy your own car. You will get married. You will have children. You will experience healing. You will see promotion. You will walk in victory. You will see breakthrough. You will handle your testimony in your hand. And you will shout the shouts of victory. Hallelujah. There is that dimension. And we need that. But then there is the deeper real dimension that the scripture really teaches. Where it's not based on a physical manifestation. See, this is the knowing. This is the knowing that David is teaching us. Blessed are those people that know. Anybody can shout when the baby shows up. Even the fool that didn't pray any prayer, that did not trust God. Even the unbeliever, he will shout. Out of shock. Eh? Oh, God has done it. There are many reasons why people shout. Not that there's anything wrong with that shout, but the real one that we need to know, and I'm telling us as we are about to cross into this season of takeover, 
this year and dominant. We have to know it more than we've ever known it before. It's not based on manifestation. Let me show you three of those shouts of victory that you need to know very well. The first one is done in the place of prayer. That's why when we come for a meeting like this, we take time to pray. And you should pray those kind of prayers with a shout of victory. You should not be praying as if you yourself, you are not, you are not even hearing what you are praying. Or you are not convinced about what you are praying. Or you don't know who you are praying to. I told you the other day, when you are going to pray, pray like Jesus. Put up Hebrews 5, 7 for us. The Bible says that Jesus prayed and he prayed with a shout of victory. Or he prayed with a loud voice. And if you read the text, you will see that the miracle that he was praying about had not happened. Hebrews 5, 7. Please put it up for us again. Hallelujah. Who in the days of his flesh, so he had not yet gone to heaven yet. I remember when he was going to heaven, he told God, give me the glory I had before, which was really what he wanted. So while there was no manifestation, he offered up prayers and supplications with shout of victory, vehement cries, and he prayed loud. In 2023, you're not going to pray timid prayers. Can I hear a loud amen? And this shout is not necessarily that you are shouting at the top of your lungs. It's that you are praying with conviction. You are praying with confidence. That's why he said, to him who was able to save him from death. So Jesus was going to the cross. And this is in a, a way a prophetic, uh, uh, talking about the kind of prayer I prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Where he told them, can you not wait with me and watch with me for one hour? Let me ask you on the button, can't you pray with us for one hour? Say the first three days of 2023. We are going to be praying. He was asking them, can't you wait for just one hour? He was praying that kind of prayer. He knew that this cross I'm going to, God will save me. And it was hard because of his godly fear. It was a prayer that came from a heart of reverence to God. But it was a prayer with a loud voice. A prayer with a shout. This is one place you need to know how to shout. In the place of prayer. The altar of prayer. You see, knowing. He said knowing the joyful sound. We are not shouting like the people that went to the stadium and their team scored. That's not the knowledge he's talking about. We are talking about knowing how to communicate with God on the prayer level. And you are praying from a place of victory. Victory not because you have died and you have... This was before he died. He was convinced that God will raise him from the dead. He was convinced that God will sit him on the throne, the highest throne in heaven. And he prayed with vehement cries. Somebody say, I hear. Second place you see this kind of shout of victory is in the place of thanksgiving and praise and rejoicing and gratitude. Tomorrow is going to be a gratitude service. Tomorrow morning. We're going to come and raise shouts of victory to God in thanksgiving and gratitude and praise 
not just for bringing us into 2023, but for what he will do all through 2023. Because we are coming from a place of revelation. We know the shout. We are not just coming from, oh, yes, we are grateful that we have made it into a new year. So there's a level of shouting of victory we are doing for that. But somebody said we are going deeper. This is the kind of shout of victory the Bible told us as Paul and Silas prayed in Acts chapter 16. Acts 16 verse 25. Hallelujah. When they were thrown in prison. So the Bible said they prayed like Jesus prayed. Then they now began to sing praises or sing hymns. Their shout went beyond just prayer. The Bible said they were singing, they were in prison. You see, this is what we are talking about, knowing, knowing the shout. So because you are going through a tough time, it should not silence your voice. Somebody say, I hear. I I declare over you, whatever silenced your voice in 2022, it will not steal your voice of victory in 2023 in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. They sang. The Bible said the old prison had them. And of course, the miracle happened. Glory be to God. Let me show you the third place where you should have this shout in 2023. Look at Zechariah chapter 4. Shout the shouts of victory in the place of prayer. In other words, pray with a loud voice. Pray with conviction. Pray with confidence. Pray with reverence for God. Don't pray wimpy prayers. Your God is a great God. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Shout the shouts of victory in the place of praise. Don't come to church or even at home and you are praising God and you can't lift your voice. You can't celebrate. No, that's not how to do it. That means you don't know the mechanics of this thing yet. And I love this one. This is another place where we must learn to make the shouts of victory. Zechariah 4 and 6, please watch this. So he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. So Zerubbabel, if you read the story, he was commissioned with a task to build the temple. I want to speak over someone. Whatever God has committed you to accomplish in 2023, it will not fail in the name of Jesus. Whether it's in your personal life, things like getting married or building a family or building a business or building a career, building a company, whatever it is that God has given you, or whether it's a ministry, I declare it will not fail in the name of Jesus. So God had commissioned him to build the temple and there were challenges left, right and center. It looked as if it would not happen. This is the word of the Lord to you. That person that it looks as if the promise God has given you, the hope God has given you, the vision God has given you, it looks like it will not happen. I came to tell you tonight by the spirit of the Lord, the devil is a liar. It will happen in the name of Jesus. You will see the fulfillment of your dreams in the name of Jesus. Your word will come to pass in the name of Jesus. This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel or to you, Tunde or Kemi or Shola or whatever your name is. Not by might, hallelujah, nor by power, 
It's not going to be by your might or power. So don't be bothered. If it looks like you don't have the money, you don't have the connections, you don't have the qualifications, you don't have the know-how, don't be bothered even if you don't know the next step to take. Somebody shout, not by might, not by power. Don't let your weaknesses intimidate you. Glory be to God. The project before you may be bigger than you, but it's not bigger than God. And there are no impossibilities with him. It's not by your might, it's not by your power, says the Lord. Who art you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain. I speak over every life and every destiny represented here. Any mountain or challenge or Red Sea or wall before you, that mountain shall become a plain in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. Said the problem, the obstacle, the issue, the, it will become a plain. Not by might, not by power. And he shall bring forth the capstone. He said, Zerubbabel, you see, when, when they build buildings, you know, this is the Middle East. And I think the closest thing we have to it here is some of our Muslim houses of worship. You know that gold thing that they put on top? They used to do this for major buildings that they would put a major symbol. In other words, when you put that thing on the building, you are telling the whole world, I have finished the project. We have finished the building. We have arrived at the goal we set out to. So I was telling Zerubbabel here, God is telling you, don't worry about your weaknesses, don't worry about your shortcomings. It's going to happen. Somebody say it's going to happen. But watch what he said. He said, you will bring forth the capstone. How? How? With shouts of grace to it. Now watch what he was telling Zerubbabel here. Notice he didn't tell Zerubbabel, pray. And notice he didn't tell Zerubbabel, praise or give thanks. What he was saying and what he was declaring to him was, declare the word of God boldly. This is the third place where you should know how to do the shouts of victory in bold declarations and bold confessions. Hallelujah. What are you going to say to the mountain when it comes for you? You say, who are thou, O great mountain, before Zerubbabel? You put your name there. Who are thou, O great mountain, before Tunde? Thou shalt be made a plain. Hallelujah. You, you, you should learn to boldly declare Jesus taught us in, in the prayer of faith and the confession of faith. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And you believe it in your heart. And you confess it with your mouth. You will have what? Whatever you say. Please notice this is not talking about praying. Sometimes we pray, pray, pray and there's a place for prayer. This is not talking about praising and thanking God and there's a place for that. There's this third place of just speaking, hallelujah, boldly. And you are speaking with a shout, glory be to God. You are speaking with boldness, you are speaking with confidence. Hear me and hear me well. Without these things, 
dominance cannot be a reality. I will close with that and then we're going to begin to pray. If you don't know how to shout the shout of victory in the place of prayer and in the place of praise and in the place, place of making bold declarations. These things are not new to us. And I believe God is calling us to reset as we come into a new year. Glory be to God. Dominance cannot be a reality. Let's go back to the very beginning. Genesis chapter 1. God made you to walk in dominion. Can I hear somebody say, God made me to walk in dominion? Say in 2023. According to the order of God's creation. I am called to walk in dominion. I can't hear you tonight. Say, I am called to walk in dominance. And I will walk in dominance in 2023. Let us make man in our image. Somebody rise on your feet tonight. Let us make man in our image and after our likeness. And God said, let them have dominion. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can I declare again, I'm walking in dominion in 2023. And I will shout the victory in the place of prayer. I will shout the victory in the place of praise. And I will shout the victory by making bold confessions and bold declarations. I will speak to mountains. I will speak to obstacles. I will speak to challenges. Because I know the God that I serve has given me authority and dominion on the face of this earth. And that will be my story in 2023. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and begin to shout the shout of victory in the place of prayer tonight. Begin to shout the shout of victory in the place of prayer. So listen, so that's not just shouting like that, but praying with confidence. You understand what I'm saying? Now begin to pray with that kind of confidence tonight. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.